The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. The way for a Christian to be contented, writes Simeon Ash, is not by raising his estate higher, but by bringing his spirit lower, not by making his barns wider, but his heart narrower. One man, a whole lordship or manor, will not content him. Another is satisfied with a few acres of land. What is the difference? The one studies to satisfy curiosity, the other, necessity. The one thinks what he may have, the other thinks what he may spare. It is very difficult to cultivate contentment in the consumerist society we are in. Everywhere we turn, companies are trying to sell us something. The empty promise that such and such a product or service is what we truly need to bring meaning into our lives is never far from our consciousness. As a result, we tend to become desensitized to our hearts' tendency to be covetous. The Lord knows this. This is why He requires us in the Tenth Commandment to have a right view of ourselves and our circumstances. Question 80 of the Catechism asks, What is required in the Tenth Commandment? Answer, The Tenth Commandment requires full contentment with our own condition, with a right and charitable frame of spirit toward our neighbor and all that is his. The Bible in James chapter 1 verses 17 to 18 reminds us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. It is as we realize God's generosity towards us, in saving us by giving us His Son, that we can learn to truly be content with what we have. Because the Father has given us the greatest gift that we can possibly receive, that is Jesus Christ and all the benefits of His redemption, we gain a perspective on life where every good gift is truly ours only because of the grace of God. At the heart of contentment is really a settled trust in the Lord. The reason we might succumb to covetousness is that we don't really believe that God is generous and knows what is best for us. When we look at the goods of others and think that those goods ought to be ours rather than theirs, we are really saying in our hearts 
that God has made a mistake. Behind the sin of covetousness is the lie that God has mismanaged his economy and that we would, if he would but step aside, do a much better job at it than he. However, true contentment is grounded on a believing understanding that God is both good and great, that he is generous and loving towards those he loves. As John Newton has wonderfully put it in a letter to a sister who struggled to trust in God's providence. God has a sovereign right to do with us as he pleases. If we consider what we are, surely we shall confess we have no reason to complain. And to those who seek him, his sovereignty is exercised in a way of grace. All shall work together for good. Everything is needful that he sends. Nothing can be needful that he withholds. When you cannot see your way, be satisfied that he is your leader. When your spirit is overwhelmed within you, he knows your path. He will not leave you to sink. He has appointed seasons of refreshment and you shall find he does not forget you. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.